Hello, and welcome to Designing a Better Future. I'm your host, Rob Webb, and I would like to acknowledge that I live, work, and play on the unceded traditional territory of the Comox people, who are the traditional stewards of this land. I would like to start by being very clear that this is not a podcast about collapse. There are far more knowledgeable people on this subject who are already doing a fantastic job of sharing that message. If you are interested in learning more about collapse or the unwinding or whatever name you want to give the next few decades, um, and hopefully it takes that long, let me direct you to my two favorite podcasts on this subject. If you want it broken down into simple terms and dispensed uh, compassionately without any cursing, then you are probably going to enjoy breaking down collapse. Uh, the hosts, Kellen and Corey, seem like super nice guys, and the information that they share is uh, based on science and is checkable. It's all from reputable sources, uh, so you can investigate further if you want. Um, if, like me, your defense mechanism uh, is more along the lines of laughing at the absurdity to try to stay sane, then you might appreciate uh, Crazy Town. Uh, Crazy Town does come with a, a warning that there is some swearing, but uh, it's nothing crazy. The hosts, Asher, Rob, and Jason, work at the Post Carbon Institute, and so they are very knowledgeable about the science and all of that stuff, uh, and they find a way to be informative while also uh, you know injecting a little humor and cynicism which for me helps the medicine go down either one is, they're both excellent just start at the beginning and it won't take you too long before um, you probably reach some of the same conclusions that I've reached what this podcast is is uh, my attempt to create a community of collapse-aware people who've decided that they're ready to start a movement to a sustainable way of life sooner rather than later. Um, I think collapse is one of those things that uh, I don't think it's going to be one giant event. It's going to be a series of smaller events that just erode uh, our society and our ability to sustain ourselves. So, um, preparation for that is going to make life a lot easier than waiting for, uh, things to reach a point where, you know, you go to the grocery store and it's empty. Uh, that's going to be a bad time to start planning. So I'm trying to get a little bit ahead of, uh, this thing. That's, that's the goal. Um, and I've spent some time learning about thinking about and trying to imagine different versions of society that we can move to. And I've come to a few conclusions about, uh, what life will, well, ideally, um, or necessarily be like, um, you know, let's say 50 years from now. Now, this is probably a good time to uh, 
introduce myself a little bit. Uh, I was born in 1968, so I am 55. Um, I have two children who I love very dearly, as well as my wife and my three dogs. Uh, my children are 19 and 16. So when I think about the future, um, you know, I'm less motivated for 55 year old me um, and far more motivated for helping to create something that will lead to a longer, happier life for my children. Nobody wants the lives of their children to be nasty, short, and brutish. We we all want the best for our children, and um, you know that's a huge, huge my primary motivator. As far as collapse goes, I'm learning about it as I go, but I've learned enough and I've seen enough. Uh, I like to think that I'm relatively observant, uh, and I have enough logical reasoning skills to know that that uh, what we're doing is not going to be able to continue for much longer, and we need to find a different way to survive on this planet. Professionally, I worked from ages uh, 16 to 28 as a fisherman. My dad was a commercial troller on the west coast of BC, and uh, I was his main deckhand for 12 years and anticipated that that would become my career. Um, I was getting my teacher training just for backup and because my wife was becoming a teacher. And I like working with kids. Um, but I, I expected that I would be a fisherman. Um, <laughs> and then things didn't work out. The decline of uh, fishing as a, as a viable way of living uh, happened during my sort of time on the water. Uh, the difference between, you know, when I was 16 and when I was 28 was pretty stark. Um, and I could, I could see that it wasn't going to be sustainable. And, uh, and then my boat sank. Um, and so that made, made a pretty easy choice to, to switch over to teaching. Uh, I really enjoyed that as a career, something new every day. And I, uh, I really like working with our young people. And that's part of the motivation for this is that um, our young people have been really shafted. You know, when I was a kid, we had the, the threat of nuclear war. Um, but it was pretty easy to convince yourself that no one was crazy enough to to start that because it would lead inevitably to you know mutually assured destruction we had that that safety um and it had to be initiated by humans you know it was a choice that that some human had to make and other humans had to carry out and i always felt like we were pretty good there and now if we compare that to um what my kids have grown up with and your kids and all kids uh and my kids i mean more or less at this point anybody under 30 you you are you've all grown up with the same scientific knowledge that the the scientific assurances that what we're doing is hurting the planet 
that if we don't stop or change our behaviors, things are going to get very bad. And they've spent their life waiting for us to do something. And all we do is talk about how the future generations have to set things right. So we've put the entire burden of solving a problem that, that they did not create and that is making it essentially impossible for them to have any choices and we're giving them no power to make choices. So we are essentially, you know, we've handcuffed them and uh, pistol whipped them and now we're telling them that, you know, even though your hands are tied behind your back and uh, we've roughed you up a bit, you, you need to fix this problem, right? This isn't our problem anymore. This is now your problem because we're old and we're going to die soon and uh, we're going to make it to the finish line in time, you know, but you guys, you guys are going to have to deal with this mess. And I think that this is responsible. Oh, I'm almost positive that this is responsible for a huge part of our mental health crisis between that and uh, the stress of COVID knowing that you, every time you leave your house, you could get sick or, or make your grandma sick, kill your grandma. Like, you know, this last 30 years have not been, have not been good for the human uh, psyche. They have not been easy years for humans to, to negotiate. And if you're young, that's all you know. So to swing back and, and finish my thought, um, I, I really have no technical qualifications. Uh, you've probably figured out by now that I don't have a clue what I'm doing making a podcast. I'm just bumbling along and uh, Googling stuff as I go. You know, I don't know. I'm not a, a web designer, but I've built a website for this. Uh, I'm just... I really feel like for my own mental health, I, I need to stop dwelling on what's happening and feeling hopeless and helpless and sad uh, and move on to a, a more productive stage, take back some power. Uh, even if it's just a mental exercise, it's a way better mental exercise than what I've been doing. And I know that even just since I decided I was going to do this, I have felt better. Um, yeah, so that's me. All right, on to the important stuff. So the first thing that is obvious is that we are going to have to shift to an agrarian hunter-gatherer lifestyle. We are going to have to learn how to feed ourselves off of the land without things like, you know, combines and uh, tractors and chemical fertilizers and all of those kinds of things. So we're, we're going to have to find a way to live sustainably with the land. And where I live, we are very fortunate, despite our best efforts uh, here in Canada, our, our government's best efforts, um, to eradicate the indigenous knowledge and indigenous people, uh, we we have failed, like most things that we've undertaken, and there are people um, 
who still know some of what their ancestors knew about how to how to live off the land to reinvent the wheel is uh, a big waste of time and if you live somewhere where there are people who've demonstrated an ability to live uh, off of the land for thousands of years without the agrarian part just as hunter gatherers here on Vancouver Island I think we have so much now to learn from indigenous peoples all over the planet about um, how we're going to need to live. And I'm sure that there are a lot of um, sustainable agricultural practices that people, farmers everywhere know about, whether or not they, they engage in them because farming is a business. So of, of all the things we're going to need to do, feeding ourselves is obviously big, <laughs> like at the top of the list, but we do have a lot of, uh, a lot of knowledge, communal knowledge in that area. Um, and, and we know that it's been done before. So we'll be doing it under, you know, likely far more challenging conditions with less things to hunt or gather. Um, but we can bring a lot of our technology to bear on this problem, uh, before it's gone and we can set it up so that it is, doesn't require a lot of technology or any real, uh, inputs, let's say non-renewable inputs. The second non-negotiable is that we need to structure an egalitarian uh, form of governing ourselves. We need to keep it very simple and very equal. And luckily, again, uh, where I live, indigenous people, indigenous people all over the world have figured out ways to do this where everyone feels involved. Everyone has a say. So, So that sounds... Sounds like an improvement that to not be forced to do something, but to put the good of the community ahead of the good of the individual, not something we're terribly great at in Western society. If we give power to an individual or a group of people, unfortunately, human nature is going to lead us right back we're going to go animal farm and people are going to feel that they are better and more deserving. Uh, and the inequality is just going to crawl right back in and we'll race back to what we have now. Thirdly, we have to start moving now. Our scientists and, and their models have consistently underestimated the speed of climate change. The U S is, uh, let's just say uh, unstable right now. And depending on the election this fall uh, could be poised to get much more unstable. And like it or not, U.S. is the world's economic um, and military power. So what happens there is, is going to spill over to affect all of us. Fourthly, and this is why I'm doing this, for 
for there to be any real chance of success, uh, we need to put our heads together, come together and work together. We used to be generalists who could do a lot of the tasks that we're going to have to do. Uh, we are, we are social creatures. We need to be around people that we feel like care for us, that we feel, um, connected to that we feel have our back. And that pretty much ends right now for most people when they walk out their front door, if they even have the luxury of feeling that inside their home, we have lost a lot of what makes us human, what makes us healthy animals. Uh, we can be productive wage slaves without being happy, but we are not productive humans. We are not uh, fun to be around. We're not good to ourselves. Um, it creates a, a lot of, of problems the way that we currently live. And the other part is that I don't know. You don't know. None of us individually could sit down and uh, design the sustainable utopia by ourselves. There would be too many things that we didn't know. Like, you know, sanitation is going to be a challenge. And I don't know anything about that. I don't know what our options are. I don't know historically. And no one has time to research all of these things. And, and, and build it. We have to work as a team for this to go anywhere. It's nothing's going to happen. If it's just me sitting at my computer, you know, doing research, making a plan that might be a good exercise for me, but it's not going to lead to anything. It's not going to really help my, my children in any meaningful way. Probably we need a bunch of people with a bunch of different skills. Even if you're not super excited about <laughs> becoming a, an agrarian hunter gatherer. Um, when, when we get to the point where, where other things stop working, that's going to look like a pretty good, a pretty good model. And, uh, so if we put our heads together and start working on it, I think that we can get there. If you're really keen, I would love a co-host. I do much better speaking to someone than talking at people. I'm always looking for guests. Nobody's going to want to sit and listen to me rambling on for very long. So guests, you'd be doing everyone a favor if you want to come on here. And do you need any special knowledge? Well, clearly not. I'm proof of that. So if you have ideas about the future, if you have given these kinds of things some thought, if you know someone I should talk to or look up or something like that, uh, there are a couple of ways you can contact me. So I'm building a website. It is live right now. And really all it has on it is the contact so that you can uh, send me an email. So the website is www.dabf.ca. Um, and I also have a subreddit, I think it's called. I don't know. I just lurk on Reddit and, uh, um, yeah. So I have rambled for far too long already. Uh, I hope you found the, the premise that we can work together to 
actually build something that will benefit all of us. You know, we, we can't rely on government or captains of industry or our billionaires to help us out because they've, they've had lots of time and uh, they don't seem to be terribly interested. So it's, it's up to us. It's up to uh, me and you. We are in this together. If you have kids, our kids are in this together. It really doesn't matter how old you are. There's a place for everyone and a role for everyone. Uh, as we set about this task of designing a better future. Have a great day.